0: It's the Power Hour LSU podcast. Let's go. Did LSU win the game or did Mississippi State lose it? I want you to answer that question right now. Okay, And I'm going to give you my honest opinion after recording a two-plus-hour film study of pretty much every play from the game. My breakdowns, the throws that Jaden missed, the amazing sacks from Harold Perkins and BJ Ojolari, pretty much every big play from the game. We broke it down. Check it out on our YouTube channel. Now, I'm going to look at this a little bit macro while also factoring in a few plays. And let me start with the positives. Obviously... Go to patreon.com slash football. You can see my full grades. But I'm going to go ahead and give you my MVP of the game. It was Matt House, who was just phenomenal. There were a lot of positives. Now, once again, that's not the question. The answer to it is a little bit of both. And I would lean towards Mississippi State more so losing the game than LSU actually Winning it now. First things first is I want to say thank you uh, to one listener in particular, Michael, um, who found the podcast via our YouTube channel and a video that you know I spent a lot of time on last week regarding back-to-back road game teams and how the 2019 LSU team was the last team in the SEC to win true back-to-back road games, but. The more important thing from that was the second game of a back-to-back road game can be brutal on you physically. And Mississippi State playing a game in Arizona and flying back to Starkville at like 6 in the morning, I, I felt they did disintegrate in the second half. Now, truth be told, LSU did a lot to win it as well, right? Obviously, the clutch, Jaden Daniels drive. um, the catches by Malik Neighbors, obviously the amazing fourth down stops. But if you actually look at it, and especially if you take out the amazing two-minute drive led by Jaden Daniels, we got nothing really done offensively. In the first half, they did out-gain us by 40 yards. And then when you look at the final box score, LSU did end up out-gaining um, Mississippi State by Roughly 130-ish yards, and we did average a full yard per play more at 5.5 to their 4.5. But there's a flip side to that. Obviously, you know, 5.5 isn't just some great number. But if you really pay attention to the game and you really take a look at the mistakes that LSU had, some of which were in protection, some of which were just misthrows, some of which were you know, just a lot of different things. Mississippi State really shot themselves in the foot. In the second half alone, they had four drops, three of which would have gone for first downs and extended drives. Um, and honestly, Mike Leach and Zach Garnett coached a pitiful game absolutely abysmal, and you give Brian Kelly, and once again, Matt House and Mike Dimbrock a lot of credit, those three made the adjustments. They went to the quicker passing game, the things that worked versus Arizona, which was throwing in the flats. Once again, that's all, you know, detailed in the film study more so, but, you know, for me, this honestly is the biggest thing, and why I felt really, you know, kind of uncomfortable, and it's Kind of crazy because the play was made by our last PHL current player guest Slade Roy. He was the one that obviously got in the face of the punt returner and obviously distracted Austin Williams, a punt returner, and he was the one that made the recovery um, and that obviously gave us a short field remember we were still losing 16 to 10 in that spot and still in a lot of trouble um and you know before that drive we were 0 for eight on third down um, we were just all over the place honestly and our yard per play numbers actually got inflated at the end because Armani Goodwin scored a long touchdown thanks to very tired Mississippi State Defenders, So, you know, those are all things to keep in mind. We obviously did not play to our best, nor did Mississippi State. And one thing that is the big wild card in this is LSU still had another rough special teams game, right? The two big punt returns, once again, you guys know how much I love Mississippi State punt returner, Xavier Thomas. Um, He's a true freshman out of Louisiana that I like a lot. Give him credit. He's obviously very shifty, but it, it was bad punt coverage units. Our punt return game is still a disaster. You know, f- fair catching one at the one, basically, and then obviously at the end um, there with with the near muff on our end. Um, then the kick return, or excuse me, the kickoff unit coverage was also um, – very inconsistent for LSU and if not for a needless holding penalty we might be talking about a different game and what's crazy is you can still make all of those mistakes and and Mississippi State still have a worse special teams game than you did, missing the extra point, which was obviously really big. And then, of course, muffing the punt. So even though the final numbers look like LSU deserved to win the game, we did get some good breaks going our way. And I give a lot of the credit to the players themselves and the coaches for grinding this out. You have to be objective about a few things about this team. We're still building this thing brick by brick. And while this sounds like it is a negative episode, this is kind of sort of what I thought was going to happen. I felt really comfortable that Mississippi State would lay an egg on, you know, Brought it up in our last podcast. Brought it up in all the live streams leading up to this. Obviously did a lot of videos on the subject last week. And, you know, history once again proves itself to be true that, you know, it's a tough spot for a team to be in. Um, Especially if the game before was exhausting. And the second thing is... Saturday night in Death Valley is a tough place to be. So I give a lot of credit to the crowd right there, obviously, making the environment very hostile. So, um, you know, for me, you get a win, you move on. Now, if you want to know my thoughts on the quarterback play and all those things, um, a little bit more of the ins and outs of football... Go on ahead, check it out, Power Hour, LSU, our podcast, uh, or actually our YouTube channel. And if you want our full game grades, go to patreon.com slash LSU football. Now, if I want to give you one final nugget, you guys know every time I listen to one of these shows, I give you a little bonus take at the end. And today, it's this. On this podcast and I, on 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 YouTube, I I do a bunch of the micro stuff like this play here, this decision there. But on a macro scale, we saw some championship pieces really ball out for LSU. Right, Malik is a big time football player coming through in the clutch, time in and time out, especially after the game he had to start the year incredible but honestly the real story are the true freshmen right even though Mason Taylor had a rough game he looks good he looks really good overall and then three players who honestly had just phenomenal games Will Campbell Emory Jones Harold Perkins three stud superstars folks those are called championship pieces Those are called potential first-round draft picks. So if there is anything to take away, it's that those three guys have it. And ultimately, it doesn't matter what your coaches do. It's your players. Coaches are important, too. Like I mentioned, Madhouse is my game MVP. But ultimately, it's your players. Okay? Now, hope you enjoyed this podcast. Give it the five-star review, all the good stuff. And we'll see you next time, baby. It is! Our, our LSU, the podcast, baby. Bam! And tonight, ooh, some double-stuffed Oreos, baby. Let's go!